Welcome to the Bailiwick Sport Podcast. Today we've got Scott Clayton in, the co-founder of Island Paddle, uh, and also Phil Bain, who's uh, Deputy Managing Director at Rathbones, uh, been with the firm for over 16 years, and Rathbones are the primary sponsor of Island Paddle, in which Scott Clayton co-founded with Morgan Jupp. Um, in terms of Scott's history there, uh, playing career in tennis, um, reached a career high in the global ATP doubles rankings of 107 um, before making a permanent move back to the island in 2021 after spending 16 years pursuing and achieving his dreams on the international tennis stage. Um, was supported with Rathbones during his playing days and then came back to Jersey and begun his venture in Island Paddle in 2021, again supported by Rathbones. Um, so essentially, Scott, I think it's best to start with why paddle after professional tennis? I know it's always difficult stepping away from a professional career, but it seems like you found something you're really passionate about after you finished playing. Yeah, I think for me, um, obviously, I was doing a lot of uh, traveling uh, with my tennis. Um, you know, I think 2019, one of my last four years on the tour, um, sort of got up to about 36 weeks on the road, um, which you know, sort of enabled me to um, see a lot of the world. Um, and a lot of the time we spent was obviously at tennis clubs and hotels and things like that. And I'd, I'd kind of seen these paddle courts popping up um, pretty much here, there and everywhere, but especially sort of in the Spain, Portugal uh, regions. And um, we would always sort of play it uh, socially um, you know a lot of the tennis guys were obviously very competitive with each other um, as athletes and uh, it was just sort of a thing to sort of get away from the tennis court and, and do something a little bit different uh, which we could obviously pick up relatively well um, and just absolutely loved it um, loved the sort of um, the social aspect of it um, loved how sort of close you were on the court um, so you could interact with partners opponents um, and just the general game and, and you know it kind of struck me actually that you know it really was a game for for everyone uh, tennis notoriously is, is a very difficult sport and I just saw sort of the opportunity that, you know, this is something that really opens up to the community. Um, and then it was something that, you know, uh, myself and, you know, you mentioned Morgan before, um, we we met through playing paddle. Um, and it was something that we really wanted to bring to the island. And I think Island Paddle was sort of founded um, more as like a consumer uh, rather than, um, you know, thinking about business and things like that, because essentially we wanted to play paddle in the winter months yeah. on an indoor court. Um, so, you know, that's how it sort of started. And then obviously it snowballed into, into what it is now. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just purely from playing socially and, and seeing the growth in, in other um, parts of the world and understanding that that was something that we might be able to do in Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. And you've just alluded to an important point there. Paddle is fast growing across Europe. Um, what sort of made you feel that it would take off here as it has in sort of Spain, Portugal and the regions that sort of first took to it? Yeah, I think um, as an island, we're a very sporty island. Um, you know, you look and uh, I've always been 
part of sport um, in Jersey. Obviously, tennis mainly, but I used to play football as a, as a child, um, school football and, and island football. And, you, you know, you look at the rugby, the netball, you know, there's so many sports going on in Jersey. And, and we do do very well in sport. Um, and we are a sporty island, we're an active island. Um, and I just felt, again, yeah, exactly that. It was the accessibility of paddle. It, it's very different to a lot of racket sports. You know, I think people tend to struggle with racket sports in the main. But this was a sport that people could pick up, um, pick up quickly yeah. and and um, play with their friends. You know, I think tennis, again, going back to it, um, if you're not playing with someone at the same level, it's near on impossible. It's, it's not fun for you as, as a better player and it's not fun for you as a weaker player. So whereas this game really enables people to have fun, be active um, and, and yeah, be able to feel that they're making progress as well at the same time, which I think is very important. Yeah, Phil, on your guys' front there, obviously you supported Scott through his playing career. I'm assuming there was a first port of call there with Scott sort of saying, look, I'm, I'm after this venture. Sort of what appealed to, to you guys as a business um, sort of jumping onto this from a community aspect and also from you guys wanting to put your name to it? Yeah, well, I, I was, um, when, when Scott was in his sort of fallow period through COVID and tournaments were restricted and, you know, he was stuck at home a lot, uh, he took me through a few tennis coaching sessions, actually, getting me ready for uh, the, the the pro game. Um, but we were we were chatting one day, and he he said, "Oh, Phil, you know, I'm thinking about this. It's difficult. The the, the draws for the doubles are restricted now. It, you know, this is my career, and I'm not getting to play, etc." He said, um, "He said, I'm thinking of doing something with paddle. Um, would you be interested?" always one for looking for an opportunity big change in direction you know um and so he talked through it talked about you know the, the rationales and the reasons for paddle and why he thought it could really grow it was interesting we listened to it for us as rathbones we do lots of things lots of things sports wise but also community wise uh, yeah. and this was a really good combination of the two the sport and creating a community getting into schools which i'm sure Scott will talk to you more about um, through the charity Paddle for All. So it just, it just when we looked at it and thought about it, it fitted really nicely. Yeah, absolutely. And you've just alluded to an <coughs> important fact there in terms of community. Uh, it seems like it was almost a perfect time for Paddle coming out of COVID. I know you alluded to, Scott, when you started out, the, the importance for people getting back together. And it just seemed to be quite a good sport. There wasn't any sort of hand-to-hand contact or close quarters. You could still maintain a, a decent distance. And it seemed to be a sport that a lot of people latched onto coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, and I think outside as well, ultimately, you know, when, when we first started, it was on two outdoor courts. Um, so that was another massive factor for us. Um, but, you know, a lot of people were playing maybe indoor with badminton or, or squash racquetball uh, tennis um so you know this is something that they could play outdoors and, and get that sort of active lifestyle and i think yeah just alluding to to my relationship with rathbones that you know i was very very fortunate that they were you know extremely supportive um of me during the pandemic i mean you know nothing was happening uh, i wasn't playing and they kept that support for me right through the pandemic and you know you, you never know how well or bad something is going to go. Um, but I did have a good feeling about um, Paddle and, and with Morgan and we were talking about, you know, what what we could do and what we could implement. And 
yeah, as Phil said, you know, we have a very good relationship and I, I wanted to, they'd supported me for so long and it, my next step, I wanted to obviously speak to them about it and I knew that their ethos really matched that of, of mine and Morgan's and Island Paddle, uh, you know, that we're very community driven and this sport is is something that can be accessed by the whole community and that's why you know we run on a completely pay and play basis um there's no membership at island paddle there never will be um and that's what we really want to drive is that inclusivity um and you know people feeling that they can come down whether they can afford to play once a week or whether they can afford to play 150 times a week you know um so that's what we really want to do and for us, uh, obviously, we had that relationship there, but Rathbones were and are the perfect company to, to support that um, with our vision of, of taking that forward, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, sort of got some statistics here from uh, actually an article that we wrote on you guys um, back in 2021, about 250 players uh, to the site each week in, in the Island Paddle League. And sort of upwards of 3,000 now on the booking system, I mean, has absolutely exploded. Um, what do you think is is behind that sort of love of paddle for Jersey? Do you think it is that community aspect? Is it a bit of both? Is it the competitive side mixed with that community aspect? For me, I think it's all about the community aspect. Um, I think we have an amazing product in paddle. Um, I think it's an incredible sport. I think it's a sport that you know people can take to from... All different walks of life. We have people that have played racket sports before. We've had people that come from football. We have people that have never picked up any sort of sport in their life, um, and they come and play paddle, and, and they can play. You know, and I think the world is also a, ch a changing place. You know, people want quick success, um, and paddle is a sport where you can get quite quick success. Um, unlike again, going back to tennis, where you might be playing for five, six, seven years, and you might you know, make the smallest marginal gain. I mean, Phil will know all about that. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> Scott, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. So, in in um, while he was still in the on in the tennis circuit, there was a there's a there was a tournament at Caesar and Tennis Club, um, with which was quite well attended. Which we played together. We did, and we won the tournament. Yeah. Was that was that your well, obviously your biggest moment? But was that your last? I think it was my last title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. there we go. Oh, yeah. Geez. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're only as good as your last result. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah exactly that. Yeah, so exactly that is, is. I think that you know, for for us, did we envisage having over three thousand people in eighteen months? Probably not. Um, but could we see where it could get to and it could go? Absolutely. Um, and and I think. You know, one of the things that we're really uh, passionate about is, you know, people come down to the facility, a member of the team is there to help them, support them. We run different sort of like social groups um, throughout the weeks for people that maybe are retired or, or whatever that may be. And, you know, after after work leagues and corporate leagues. And, you know, and I really think now with the addition uh, of the paddle pad on site, um, it sort of enhances that social experience. Um, so that's really good. And then obviously, you know, it's the other stuff as well. It's very important for us to, to build on that community. Um, and we have the the. the non-profit organization paddle for all and and we go into the schools and and offer um free a free six-week schools program um with rathbones helping us to to deliver that as well um which has been amazing and, it, and it's, it's great to see after that 
kids coming with their parents and families to come and play paddle you know it's uh, so it's very important to us to to get that word of paddle out there yeah yeah for sure um sort of just looping back to to you first starting out scott do you think uh that sort of natural market that you had from a tennis background really helped you hit the ground running obviously um I mean, for example, if I've started trying to bring paddle here with no racket sport experience behind me, do you think it added a little bit extra and people said, oh, well, Scott's behind this and he's had a decorated tennis career and it's something we should really look at and take seriously? Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, I mean, you know, probably it'd be better to ask that of other people. But uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, um, you know, I think I could... Uh, vouch for the sport being as good as it was having played it a little bit um, but you know I think ultimately it, it comes from drive with the team and, and you know you know understanding what we're about what we're trying to do where we're going staying in that lane and, and going there and I, and I think that for me it was one of the problems I have with sport whether it's in Jersey or whether it's globally quite frankly is you know if there's a fantastic sporting facility, the majority of the time it comes with a membership. Mm. Um, you know, most great sporting facilities, gyms, whatever they are, to be involved, you have to be a member. Yeah. You know, and for me, I didn't, and Morgan, we, we, we were very clear on the fact that we wanted to put an incredible paddle facility in Jersey, um, which costs a lot of money, and make it accessible to anyone can come down there and play yeah. um, and that was again exactly one of the reasons why we st stuck and are sticking with that pay and play model and also that the the court rates were, were reasonably priced um, compared to other paddle facilities in the UK um, and I think that's ultimately one of the things that's been amazing about this is what I alluded to before is we have people there that can afford you know to play so much mm. um, but some people that can't afford to play as much yeah, they come down to the paddle facility and they're together. Yeah, you know, it's not like you are uh, you're over there because you yeah. earn this and you're over there because you know. as you said, there's no blanket membership that everyone's being forced to pay. You can just mm. play as much. Yeah, or as, or as little, little as, as you want. want. Exactly. And I know Scott doesn't want to blow his own trumpet in terms of you know his influence, but it is you know it's really important if you're starting something new, if you're going to get people on side encouraging have a passion and be enthusiastic about it and engaging you know you go down to paddle um <clears throat> if scott sees anyone there sees somebody he hasn't met he'll go and have a chat to him chat to people know he's got loads of time really engaging welcoming creates that atmosphere creates that community yeah it's hugely important and i mean you've raised important points with paddle for all there I know the corporate league has explo exploded. Uh, I think a lot has been said, especially in the finance industry, of, of the need to help mental health and fitness. And most of the people that I've spoken to that have been around in the paddle league just absolutely love it. It's that little, that little break, that little bit of headspace they get in the middle of the week. Um, how impressed have you been with, with the corporate side of things, Phil? Oh yeah, that's been um, that's been great. We you know we Rathbone's got team team in there. I think we've entered two teams this time. Uh, our, our, our staff can't get enough of it. They're loving it. They're there tomorrow, I think, with a session, booked a couple of courts, and, and that that wellbeing side of it is is, is so important. I mean, it, it's you know lives are stressful. You know, we see that more and more with with mental health and how difficult it is for people coping. I know you know I, I think 
COVID hasn't helped from that perspective, you know, work uh, longer hours, working at home, etc. And what's, what's really important is, is to have something you look forward to doing that you can have a real break from, you know, whether yeah. it's, I mean, it's obviously sport's always been that case and paddle plays nicely into that, but it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's watching TV, gardening, cooking, whatever, just something to look forward to, to have a break from and to meet people. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and yeah, paddle, um, paddle as many other sports, but sits very nicely for that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it is that social interaction that we almost lost through the pandemic. I mean, you're sitting there working from home, you don't have them sort of chats at the coffee machine, you don't have that interaction the same way between colleagues. And I think coming back and into sports and and leisure activities has been so important for people. And I mean, that lens lens sort of nicely into the fact that you come out of the pandemic people are, are love loving the sport enjoying it and and then storm kieran comes along and sort of in the space of one day overnight pretty much everything that you'd built is gone i mean what was what was going through your guys head there you're going through a period where things are as good as they have been and only look to be getting better and then in in the space of no time at all you're you're back to square one essentially yeah, I mean, look, it, it wasn't easy, you know. Um, it was very challenging, or has been a very challenging um, 10 weeks um, when filming this. We're 10 weeks post the post the storm. Um, it, yeah, it's been difficult. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. Mentally, very challenging, um, you know, and obviously uh, a lot of pressure, to to get things back and I think just touching on the point before you know uh, Jersey Sport did an audit when we started Island Paddle and um, 49% of uh, adults didn't meet the World Health Organization's uh, recommended um, daily physical activity which is 60 minutes um, and 81% of children in Jersey didn't meet that either so I've said it quite a few times but Obviously, as a business, it was devastating, you know. Um, but actually, we've also felt a duty to our community and our, our player base to get that back up and running as quickly as possible because a lot of people do rely on on paddle and, and that social interaction that they have down at the facility um, to help them with exactly whether it's mental health or, you know, just that general physical uh, output. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a really really challenging time. Um, you know, I don't think anyone's really equipped to to deal with that when it happens. Um, I will say that my time in tennis has probably helped me a little bit, um, and obviously having an amazing business partner in Morgan um, has helped me a lot, and and a great family as well. But you know, in tennis, unless you unless you're the one person that wins every week, you're losing at some yeah. stage. You know, so. I'm quite used to dealing with adversity in my life um, and and uncertainty, uh, going from tournament to tournament, not knowing how much maybe you're going to pick up at the end of a week. Yeah. Um, but it has been a really challenging time, um, probably one of the most challenging in my life, absolutely. Um, and and the stress that comes with it, and there's still a lot to do, you know, there's no doubt about it. Um, but I, I feel we opened at the weekend on, on three outdoor courts, so, you know, not as as much as what we had before but yeah. it's it's a start it's something uh courts were busy and now it's working one to um to get the facility back to where it was and better um and, and two is is working to get that momentum back up um you know people obviously love the sport there's obviously a need for it 
um, and it's just again creating that that atmosphere and and that community down there, which you know I've got no doubt we've got a great team and 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 we'll do you know, and we've had amazing support from Rathbones. Um, again, uh, this week we're talking on Monday now. Um, any booking that comes in on Monday to Thursday this week. Rathbones have covered the the full court cost, and any booking that is made is going to the relief fund for for the bailiff relief fund for people affected by by the storm. Um, because obviously we know there's a lot of people out there that were affected, and you know especially in our sort of home parish of St Clements as well. Um, so that's been another amazing gesture by them, and and yeah, for us now we need to continue to to do the work to get it back to where it was, which I'm sure we will. Yeah, absolutely. You touched on an important point there. So, Phil, obviously a great initiative there from Rathbones to uh, to essentially cover the cost there and, and give that money to the bailiffs fund. Um, I mean, why was that important to you guys, fresh out of Storm Kieran, to, to do an initiative like this, especially reopening a place that was devastated by the storm? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a fraction, really, of what um, Island Paddle have, have, has suffered, but it's something we felt it would be really nice to do. Um, something that is contributing uh, not just to Scott and Island Paddle, uh, but also means of um, contributing to the fund as well. But in again, by the way that we have said we'll cover the, the cost of, four, of the three full courts for, for this week um, uh, and fund that to Island Paddle. And then anyone who comes and books and plays... Their, so the players, their contributions will be going directly to the to the bailiffs fund. So it's just a really nice way we thought of everyone being in partnership of it. Us, um, Island Paddle, and uh, and the people who are going to play, and their money will be going straight to the fund. So it, you know, it's just a sort of nice gel. And and and, and I say, it, you know, Island Paddle has lost from from getting people out playing and from from income to build what they're doing from the charity side etc this is relatively small gesture but it's something that felt quite nice to do yeah absolutely and i mean um you were incredibly pragmatic at the time scott i know um after the facility went um you turned around and sort of said to me when when we spoke about it that there were people that were displaced from their homes and and sort of your thoughts went out to them more than more so than your facility and knowing people's situations. So I mean, mm. relief funds like this is so important to them people that are still being personally affected by the storm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if any bit of this can help, um, then you know that's going to be massive. Um, we've seen the effect that helping people again, whether it's getting them out, playing paddle, or, or whatever it may be, has 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 done for for people's livelihoods. So you know, this has obviously been a massive event in Jersey, um, and hopefully one that we won't have for a very very long time, if ever again. Um, but this is a way of of as Phil said, Riley said, is like it's that community. You know, so many different parts of this working together to help. You know, put that money into into the fund to you know help people uh, somehow is, is going to be really really good and then from us as yeah as a personal thing if we can get back up and running and people can come and play again as quickly as possible then you know for us that's position a yeah absolutely and um you spoke about trying to get people back as soon as possible obviously have you seen um that sort of take up as soon as obviously it's only um, a couple of days in as we speak now but in terms of court bookings have you seen the same people desperate to return and, and booking up them slots 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's been it's been steady. It's been good. Um, I, I think, as I said, I think there's definitely going to be work from our end um, to to get things going again. We're going to start another league um, on the outdoor courts, and and um, you know we've got a few plans of a few different sort of initiatives that we can we can run in this time. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a bit of work, no doubt about it. Um, but you know we've done it before. I'm sure we can do it again. Um, and actually. You know, if we take a step back and we and we look at um, what the storm did do for us, um, is it gave us a couple of months where we could really sort of, um, you know, look at what we're doing. You know, I'm sure we can all vouch for when you're very busy operationally. You know, there's so much going on that other things maybe take a back seat. You know, so those other things now could could really take the front seat and we could get on top of on top of that as a business and 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 sort those things out that we needed to look at and you know i think we've done that well in this period so we've used these 10 weeks effectively um and now it's about yeah rejuvenating and 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 coming back and and trying to be yeah better than better than before yeah absolutely so three outdoor courts at the moment in action um two obviously left to be built uh, and three essentially back undercover by the time uh, the project's fully complete? Yeah, um, so that's the plan. Um, obviously dealing with uh, contractors, manufacturers, um, you know, we've been very, very lucky. Uh, we've had a lot of support from those guys. Um, some amazing work being done by AAL um, with the demolition. Hackle and Cook coming in now to do some some uh, work on the foundations, um, and obviously Padotech, the manufacturers, and and the Spanish guys with the canopies. So we've been very lucky with with who we've been working with, the engineers, TNG, like everyone has come together to to try and get this because I think people could see how it was benefiting people so they want to get it back up and running for, for everyone as well so yeah um hopefully sort of mid-april we'll be back to to where we were and uh, yeah and then we can look at how we progress from there yeah so uh, i mean it's probably an idea that might have taken the back seat now but i mean judging by the expansion and and how paddle was growing um there was talk among people as to whether there would be another facility opened somewhere else on the island. I'm sure that's probably taken a back seat while you try and bring your one facility back into action. But in terms of looking forward to the future, would that be something you'd like to see over here? Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, you know, there were conversations being had. Um, there still are. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's taking a backseat. Things don't move like that overnight. So, um, you know, conversations are still being had. But I think what is important is, you know, to be sure that it's going to be right. You know, there's a lot of um, models out there that have overcapitalized on courts. Um, and as I just said uh, earlier, you know, we drive a lot of the utilization as well. Um, I think that you look at the Swedish model, everyone was sort of jumping on the bandwagon of, of paddle you know they saw this sport exploding and you know they wanted a bit of it but then what happened was the courts were there and bookings didn't come in um and essentially yeah there was more courts than demand yeah um so i think we've got to be very careful there that you know one it's not being overcapitalized the game um but also two as Phil said, you know, for me, what's very important about that place being busy and being vibrant is that staff are there to welcome yeah. people and, and to have that. And, you know, with another facility, 
we cut ourselves a little bit thin. But, you know, we have a big team. We have a big, big team of people. We have a good team. Um, and I think we can do it, yes. Um, and whether we will do it is we're still having those conversations. But can we do it? Yeah. Um, would it be good for the island? I think so, but we'd need to just have a look at those like numbers and, and make make it make sense. Yeah, know? that's understandable. <clears throat> and I mean, just touching on your team there for a second, I mean, starting out, you obviously got coaching from Maro Andrini, uh, one of the top players in the world, one of the top coaches in the world from mm. Hello Paddle. Yep. Um, and I mean, obviously training you guys up to be top, top coaches and having that available. How important has that connection with Myro been in terms of um, obviously giving you guys the expertise and your team the expertise to coach people over here? Yeah, it's been massive. I think, um, you know, whatever we do, uh, we want to make it the best. So... Maori has got one of the best academies in the world online uh, with Hello Paddle, as you say. Um, and for us, you know, he was the right person to go to. He was basically born with a paddle bat in his hand. You know, I think a lot of a lot of people now are a little bit like myself. You know, they've transferred from maybe tennis and stuff. And, you know, yes, they've got great knowledge. But, you know, you're talking about a guy who's been involved in the sport for over 30 years. Um, a lot of contacts, some great contacts. Um, great content and he also you know is such an entertainer that it fits really nicely into that sort of vibrant community that we want to drive um so he's been amazing yeah and as i said whatever we do we want to do it the best so you know we want the best cause the best sponsors <laughs> um you know the best coaching for our coaches to be able to then deliver the best for our our people you know? yeah. and with Maori we have that and we're very lucky um, so yeah so he's been huge and we're very very fortunate to have that affiliation with him and Hello Paddle yeah yeah and um, sort of looking in terms of what you've hosted you already spoke about the facility in general and, and will be back to where it was but I mean you've had some top top tournaments over here boasting um, boasting a facility that a lot of the top paddle magazines have, have turned around and said there's, there's, there are few and far between facilities this good. Um, so going forward, is that something you'd both like to see? I know Rathbones um, sort of sponsored one of the main tournaments, one of the grade, grade one tournaments that came over. Is that something you'd both like to see more of in the future? Uh, definitely. Um, there, you know, there's the community side, the charitable side, the getting it out to everyone's side. But there's all, it's nice to have the, the higher level stuff going on as well and it gives everyone something to aspire to to well you know okay i could get that good i could improve um so that is quite an important part so yeah very yeah, very keen to be involved with that yeah i agree i think that you know people want to see what good looks like you know and if if people don't travel to spain or argentina or then you know we can bring it here and you know again um we've done two great tournaments with Rathbones uh, sponsoring. Um, they were the two largest um, LTA paddle events um, in the last two years. And this year we have already um, agreed with them, um, the LTA, to put one on again at that first weekend of September, which I think is a really great weekend. The weather's usually good, and I'm going to say this now, and it'll probably be terrible. Um, <laughs> but it, it's good, and, and I, th I agree with Phil. You know, it, it just again enhances that sort of social aspect. And I think uh, flipping back to my tennis days, um, what 
I always used to find is that we would play events in Milan, Madrid, you know, all these like big capital cities and essentially for the majority of the time you would be playing in front of like a man and a dog, you know. But actually when you went to some remote part of Portugal or France, that's when the community really, really comes together, you know, and I really feel that about Jersey, you know, is that when there's good events and big sporting events, the community come together to, to watch, you know, because they want to. And I think that's also another great way of us giving back to to our player base and the community by showing them, look, guys, this is, you know, we're going to bring this to here and this is how good players play. And, and then it also drives people wanting to play as well um, because they see that and, you know, they, they want a bit of it. Um, so yeah absolutely 100% uh, competitions are, are a big thing for us um, you know it's a lot a lot of work um, so I think we'll, we won't be doing them every weekend um, <laughs> but yeah if we can maintain that high standard of an LTA competition and then again pre-storm we were looking at a couple of other things to do um, with like a ladies only event there's a big um a big company out there that do that we were looking at bringing one to jersey so just different initiatives like that i think would be really really good yeah yeah i mean it's so important you touched on it there um it's it's crazy what watching elite level events do for participation i mean mm. not everyone's going to be the t- cream of the crop are they at a sport but i mean when the world darts championships on everyone starts throwing darts in the pub etc the master snooker gets on everyone gets obsessed with that and it's the same i saw it over here with the lta tournaments that people go watch that and and suddenly you think oh i I could be better at that it's great to watch when people can play to that standard and you think oh if i get slightly Mm. better this game might be that much more fun and exciting so it does drive participation in its own way as well Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I think exactly that. And I think, um, you know, again, it brings people down to the facility that may not have been to the facility before. And they see and they feel that atmosphere and that vibe. Um, you know, okay, it's not every day that we've got maybe a food van down there and, and things like that. But they see the general people who are there often playing, being part of the community. And, and that's where we are very lucky. And, and I do stress that a lot to to the people that play at Island Paddle is that, you know, we can help facilitate that sort of vibe, but then ultimately you need good people to bring it. And we're very, very fortunate in the, you know, the people that play paddle, they're amazing people. Um, you know, the amount of messages that we had of support, obviously when the storm happened and things was incredible. Um, so we're very, very fortunate with the player base we have and, you know, we want that to, to grow as well. Yes, and from your side there, Guernsey sort of got the jump on the paddle front. I know we've spoken in the past about how you guys were sort of fighting to catch up with them in terms of inter-insular stuff and have been getting better year upon year. Is that some way where you think Jersey's getting to a point where they're getting on terms and can maybe sort of surpass Guernsey in terms of not just participation but that sort of elite level where you can start competing because there's nothing nothing Jersey guys and girls want to hear more than mm. they're doing better than their Guernsey rivals so yeah I think look I think um, Guernsey are doing a great job um, there I, I don't really know too much about their numbers and stuff but I would say that we're probably up there if not more than them now um, in terms of participation they run a very different model to us they run on a membership basis um, which works for them it's at a tennis club Um, but I think that you know 
although we have that natural rivalry with with them um you know we've also got a good relationship with them um i think that we've very much so people coming from a tennis background as phil uh, will agree is that you participate in tennis as a county a lot of the time um and so that is jersey and guernsey working together believe it or not um so a lot of those relationships have already been formed from previous years um so yeah of course there's that friendly rivalry there um and i'm sure we'll get the upper hand on them when I, I think there's a, there was a channel islands team also just played in the uk which is a, a mixture of the top um you uh, Jersey and Guernsey players, so yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that that's that's started to happen quite a lot. And Rathbones again supported that um, that team going over to uh, Bristol, I think it was. And so you know that's starting to happen. And yeah. So as I say, we've got a great relationship with them. Uh, yes, they they had their facility um, a few years before us on three indoor courts, and they've just recently built two outdoor courts. So a very similar sort of setup of the facility now. Um, but yeah, hopefully many good sort of events with them in the future, whether it's interinsulars or us going across. And, you know, they were very kind as well. They um, they said to us about if people wanted to go over to Guernsey during the storm, then that'll help accommodate them and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, they've been great. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, so I think it's great to have both Phil and Scott onto the pod. I mean, uh, guys, get down to paddle. Just recently opened up on Saturday. And keep an eye on Island Paddle socials as well. Check out the updates. Uh, expecting to be back fully operational by April, hopefully. Um, so keep an eye on that and any of the initiatives that Paddle will have opening in the future. Thanks for coming on, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.